TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. Stories of that game and what happened in the clubhouse is just fantastic. There's no game that can bleep you like this one. <laughs> it's Roycey on baseball. Let's go here. Well, the Garage Logic staff took a week off. Oh. I expect this to be a refreshed, energetic, <laughs> exuberant week with all parties involved. Let me just tell you something about taking time off with my beloved wife. Uh, yeah, Pat. that wears you out. You got to train for about three weeks <laughs> before you go on vacation with my wife. Yeah, she she doesn't like that downtime. No, uh, hiking in the Badlands mm-hmm. in a hundred. It was a hundred and two degrees. Really? the day we were out there, and finally after two hours, I looked at her and I said. Are you trying to kill me? Because you're succeeding right now. Did you see any rattlesnakes? We uh, we were on the look for them, and there's yeah. they got the signs posted everywhere. Oh, yeah. But uh, we didn't we didn't spot one out there. Good news in uh, from Paseo. Uh, we had the water moccasin spotting. Oh boy! Now somebody had a coral snake spotting. Really? That was a kill you in about two seconds. Oh, easily. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Those are good ones. If I see <laughs> one of those, I'm uh, you know I, I'm just I'm gonna just have to. Get a platform above the floor, okay. and so we, you know, let them hang out underneath there or something. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, that's uh, if, if you took a week off. I think you deserved a week off. Another fantastic week. I was in Gaylord last night for a ball game. Crops look great, man. Oh, yeah. You know the old knee high by the fourth. Mm-hmm. These are eye high by the by the fourth, but apparently. There's a stretch of about 10 miles near there at Stewart, Buffalo Lake, that area that had the hail. Oh, sure. And the big hail and wiped out fields of corn and soybeans and everything. Just kicked the hell out of them. And at Gaylord last night, that was a big source of discussion. Oh, the, I bet. the crops taking a we get taking a beating about six ten miles, uh, about six miles of crops down there got really yeah. uh, big big th- uh, hailstorm on Saturday night I guess. Now remind me, is Gaylord the spot where you can get the pork chop on a stick? Yeah, or? but only like for the special occasions. Oh, uh, they don't like do it for the, every game. The state tournament, and they do it for football games too. Some football games like okay. homecoming or stuff, but no, there were no. Ch- well, did a they nice have concessions? Spice, yeah, a nice spice uh, hamburger, a little cheese, and. Here's the good news. If you play for the Islanders, the mm-hmm. Gaylord Islanders, uh, and you're there and in uniform, after the game, you get a spice burger. Really? And a beverage. Now that's a contract <laughs> I'll sign. <laughs> yes. That's, what more would a guy want if he... Uh, I was down there watching, uh, talking to Brody Rodney and, uh, and his brother and his dad and you know mates and everybody. But it was good. They had they had a hundred hundred and twenty five people okay. probably. Uh, Bill Walsh was there. He's the stadium's named after him. I did a column on him in '09 when Gaylord hosted Mike, host, Mike Walsh. Well, that's dad. That's oh, son. Dad. Oh, I'm sorry. Dad's ran the team before Mike did. Got you. One of those rare town ball <laughs> things that is generational. You know. Right. Yeah. Right. It doesn't happen very often. One of those rare town ball families where everybody's involved. <laughs> Everybody Mom's running the concession ball. stand. Yes, yeah. Right. That's right. So, uh, but Bill, oh uh, nine, they, oh nine though. I went down like on the first Sunday uh, to Gaylord. And ended up writing a column on Bill. I just stumbled into that one. 
But I came back a week later just to eat the chops. <laughs> the smoke chops, oh. four or five of them at least. It was unbelievable. They got, you know, the ones that kind of taste like ham, but oh, not yeah. quite ham. Well, because I remember my first year with Chanhassen, we went down there for a game. Mm. And I remember you had told me about it. Yeah. And I said, boys, we're sticking around. For Did they another. have chops? Oh, yeah. That day? They, they had, had them that chops. day. Okay. They had them that day, and well, they were that's, fantastic. Uh, that's good. But, now, uh, when, when did they host it? Did they host it? Oh nine was the year they hosted. I think it was oh nine. Yeah. Okay, yeah, it was it was a while back. But the hero of uh, of the riots from uh, Channel Four, my mm-hmm. buddy Maxie was there with was the he? wife and the kid. Okay, and we're not. I'm not Gladys Kravitz. Okay, I'm not the neighbor lady who's ratting out people <laughs> who aren't wearing their masks. So I'm not revealing how many people in Gaylord were wearing their masks. <laughs> Let's just say that. Uh, but uh, the Gladys Kravitzes of mask wearing probably wouldn't have been satisfied. But we're rewarding the spectators about social oh, we, distancing. We told the spectators okay. we have to follow these many, many rules that have been invoked by the state board in order to get approval to, to play. And, you know, it's not like people are going around and, you know, giving each other big kisses with their mouths sure, open or anything sure. but uh you know if you're talking ball sometimes and you're talking to an older guy sometimes you got to lean in a little so i i took in two we played saint patrick yesterday there were uh, a couple they're good, huh? oh Boy, they're, I, they're a good club I used, when i lived in pl i used to go out there and see them and they could barely walk and no. the ballpark was falling apart they got a good but ball they, club they, they, and they yeah. a decent ballpark now too. oh the, have you ever been well, well has I, it yeah, been a while? it's 30 years. They probably. rebuilt, they got a brand new backstop. The dugouts are, a, you're a little close to the plate because, you know, you're so confined oh, yeah, with that hill. Yeah, keep your head up. Huh? But uh, I I contend if they had lights, that'd be one of the best ballparks in the state. Really? I'll I think. I, I, lo- I love that ballpark. I think it's great. I'll but, have to uh, go back because I, hello, that is my St. Paul days. I remember writing a column about it, but that's a long time ago. So uh, I, we played at two, and then on my way home, the bride took the boys. We drove separately because I had to get there early. So on my way back, I, I knew Chad. Chaska was playing, and I'm five minutes from Chaska Athletic, speaking of one of the great parks in the state. Yes, yes. So I swung in through there, and they were playing I don't playing like Carver. night games down there, though. Well, the bugs can be a little... <laughs> the bugs can be I a little... I was down there one spring to watch Brad Hand. Brad Hand, yeah, and yeah. It was kind of a... It was a kind of a coolish night, but it was early in the spring, and there was some... It was like the period of three days for was it the, oh, yeah. I don't know if they were the black flies or mm-hmm. what the hell or the gnats. I think the gnats. The gnats are pretty bad. Several hundred million of them yes. uh, would make. They, they, you know what? Mosquitoes take the fun out of, of of a lot of stuff. You know what the mayor should do? He should call them up and pitch mosquito shield. Is what he should do <laughs> yes, down in Chaska. But it's a, a great ballpark. Oh, one now, of the best. how are the Cubs this year? Uh, they were beating Carver five to two. I think they're okay. The Cubs are going to be good. Okay, you got um, you got your Victoria. You got your Cubs. Got the Chan. The you Redbirds. You got your Chan and you got your Carver. All drawing from the same. Uh, pot of players. The Redbirds are the power, right? Yeah, Jan the Redbirds Asin. are still pretty, are and probably but, on top. But they're B, everybody B except Carver then? Carver's still Class C. And I think I was informed uh, by a friend that Carver lost, oh, it was our guy, the Crouch. Crouch told me that the, because the Black Sox have been in the state tournament the last two or three years, but he said they lost a couple of guys, so they might be down a little bit this year. Well, the trouble there is, uh, you, yeah, I mean, the, whatever the radius is, 
they can go play anywhere they want right. to. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because they can, you know, hop there and well, hell, they could play in Arlington if they wanted to, you know, because yes. it's not that far away. So yeah, but there was, they, boy, they had a good. And they, I think it was their alumni night last night in, in Chaska. So they had a they had a really good crowd. I want to complain about the Minnesota Highway Department. Oh boy. Okay. <laughs> All right. Now on two o two on two twelve. Yep. At Cologne, they got a uh, road closed. Okay. And uh, then they send you north, I guess, to five. But there's roads you can turn on to get back on two twelve before you go all the way to five. You know, yeah. they're lying. Yeah. When you have a detour, detour. It should be the closest way to go back to where you want to be, right? right. A to B. Should, yes. Let's go here. Yes, some country road. It, it was paved, and it was, yeah, I'm not driving another five miles that way yes. when I can turn left here. I, I, I was guessing, but I said, this has got to come out somewhere. So, A, that's my number one complaint. Sure. B, I get on five. Uh, then to go, you know, from, from 212 to 5, yep. you know, 212 uh, to uh, Gaylord, you know, sure. Green Isle, yep. past Green Isle. Yep. Big sign. Road closed. No. I drive 15 more miles. There's no road closed, you liars. You liars. Just because, like, next Tuesday you might be fixing a pothole. <laughs> You can't put up a road closed sign and want me to drive around in the damn woods someplace. I drove right to the ballpark. Now, they had another big thing up, right, where you turn to the ballpark. Yep. Say, road closed. Go back. You'll get shot. You know? <laughs> but honest to God, I drove 15 miles after I saw the road closed sign. Oh, no. They wanted to go on the detour. How was the mood? Let's, How was your mood? Oh, it was fine. I okay. had convertible, but I was, you know, I was enough to. Uh, there's several things that have upset me. Uh, one thing that upset me on Twitter this morning was I looked at our line score for the Saints game. I saw your tweet. Did you see that? Yes, I did. And, and I agree. And I agree with I you wholeheartedly. I started reading line scores in 1954 in the Worthington Globe. Right? right. They never ran box scores on high schools. They ran box. They ran line scores. You know, they didn't run box scores. And, you know, Jones, pitchers, Jones, comma, Smith, parentheses, six. That that means he entered in the sixth inning. Yep. Peterson, parentheses, seven. He entered in the seventh inning. And then uh, Schwartzy, the catcher, right? (laughs) That's the way they're done. That's right. Today, Saints box score. Name of the starting pitcher, then three guys with one in parentheses after them, nope. telling me that they each pitch one inning. Nope. I don't care if you think that's better information. That's not the way it's done in the United States of America. That's right. It's the seventh, the eighth. It's the inning in which they entered in a line score. <laughs> and, you know, as I pointed out, all this started. All this new way of giving us information that is not required to change is from soccer putting the home team and those jackasses from ESPN (laughs) thinking they're so Euro and so cutting edge. They're so woke. And so cute (laughs) 
that they put the home team on the left and the visitor on the right, and that is not the way it's done in one of the 10 or 12 greatest countries in the world, (laughs) the United States of America. That's not the way we do it here. All right, let me ask you a question. What yeah. bothers you more? Because I know what gets your goat, and I happen to be—I've been accused of trying to get you going from time to time. What bothers you more? What you saw on the Saints game, or when some precious fool says Joe Mauer had four RBI in the game last well, night? Well, I have been forced to write RBI because no. that's, that's the way the strip does it. Yes. You're kidding. Yes, so you have to write it that way, but I've never said it that way. But it's but the RBI itself is a is quantifiable a Yes, it is. It's a collective. A run batted in and then you put the S on it. Collectives can be plural simply by putting the S on them. Correct. But you I mean you you but you can't tell these uh well it's runs batted in. Well, you know. Uh it's it's also run batted ins. Do you remember yeah. the time? This was when I had first started working with you guys on fifteen hundred when we still had the twins, and Johnny Height was out that a day, and I forget who was the guy that was filling in shall go nameless, and he was doing his top of the hour update, and he said that very thing, and Such okay. cut him. <laughs> Who was it? Who Joe, was I can't. I, it might have been Campshire. I can't remember. It was one okay. of the guys from downstairs. Said in the RBI? Newsroom. Yeah. And Joe said, "Son, no, 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 no. Gonna, <laughs> no, you, know, no. you got a ninety-second yes. bed, and he's yeah. like frantically trying to get it all you in." You got and, Ribby. You ever hear of Ribby's shit? Joe, Ribby's. Joe cut him off. He said, "You ever do that on my show again? You're fired." <laughs> you're fired. <laughs> I'd agree with him on that one. Yeah, oh, that's, that was uh, great. Well, you know, still the. It, as the Indian uh, nicknames go down the tubes here, uh, I, I, I've told you the worst time of my life was covering the 95 World Series when, oh, the, sure. when the Star Tribune was not allowing us to use Indian nicknames and the Braves and the Indians on deadline, you know. Oh, what what and, did you do? Uh, I, I used a lot of they after, you know, Atlanta, grammatically incorrect yeah. because I was – Typing fast, and you just automatically type they. And then you'd have to go back and, because you say, it scored six runs in the third, you know, it, Cleveland, blah, 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 it scored six, you know. I come, what basically I did was come back and bitch at that. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) What the hell are we doing? Right. This is their nickname. Are they next, by the way? You think they're going to be there? Because I know Washington's announcing today. The Indians are, yeah, but they're not telling us what they're going to be. But Washington has announced they're changing it. Yeah. But do you Uh, think Cleveland's next? That's a different level of offense. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But the Indians are going to change it too, apparently. Now they're going after the Braves and they're going after the uh, The Chiefs, Chiefs and they're going after the Blackhawks. The Blackhawks are probably fifth on the list, you know, but. the Chiefs, uh, you know, there are other Chiefs, you know. Right. You're not, I mean, the Chief is not, somehow it's been, because of the symbols we applied to them. Correct, yep, yep. They became the Indian Chiefs, but there's other Chiefs. I mean, you could get away with that by getting a railroad, mm-hmm. you know, you can, you know, the, the of course, the, the Chief might be named after the, the, the that might, but Chiefs is... Braves, 
Braves is uh, is not named after all the brave people in the world because no. uh, because you got the you got the logo there and you got the tomahawk. And well, all my that first stuff. recollection of the uh, of the outcry was when they were here for the '91 series, but it obviously had to have been before that. That yeah, was just kind of petered out after that, but it was because I remember the protests that were here yeah, at the dome, yeah, for the Braves, but. Uh, I think that uh, the the Braves announced they're not changing it, but they they're going to look at their logos. Okay, they're going to look at their logos. Well, and they the said Chief, something and about the Chiefs have responded the best way possible. I haven't said anything. Right, we're just no. going to keep our mouth. We shut. won the Super Bowl. Do you think anybody's mad at us? Hey, down how here? about that Patrick Mahomes? <laughs> yes, yeah, we could call him the Patricks. That'd be good. But uh, anyway, we should talk some ball. Twins are. It's Monday. They what are, we th- are days away? ten days away from the opener, right? Uh, six more days this week. Four more days playing in Chicago on Wednesday. Here's the the whole issue becomes: What are you going to go nuts if somebody tests positive and closer now? One, what's you know mm-hmm. what's the positive? What what are what is our tolerance for? Non-symptomatic people who test positive beyond taking them off the team. Are you going to keep playing or not? If they keep playing or not, you know, okay, if you got nine people that are in the emergency ward, you might have to stop playing. But what is the tolerance? I think there's going to be so much political pressure on them. I do, too. That they'll have to stop playing. But they, you should have never started this any league if a couple of positive tests on a team are going to make you not play, because it's going to happen. Yes, it's going to it's going to happen. Yeah. Well, what did we have? We had four or five positive cases. Twins have had five. I didn't even know the great Will Fer- Frito, Will Will Ferdo, Tovar, yep. Will Fredo T- Tovar, excuse me, who was in camp. Two years ago, but I didn't think he was in camp this year. I'll be honest; I saw but, the news. They, I didn't even know who he was. They put him on. Well, he was around last year uh, in nineteen in spring training. Got cut. Okay, uh, I believe, or maybe eighteen. Even I didn't had no idea he was in camp. And he's over in St. Paul, but he tested positive apparently, even though he tested negative first. Mm-hmm. And then he tested positive, yes. right? So, yeah. do you you are you confident in that we will crown a World Series champion this year? No, because not because I think that uh, not because they will be unable to play, but because of political pressure. If if, if something happens, you know, if if a, if three guys are sick, they they aren't going to want to play. But sick is we shouldn't say sick because. You know, Sano and Willie Astadio aren't sick. They they just tested positive. And you know, he's sneezing. Well, he's got allergies. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, but he's, they, they tested positive, mm-hmm. but they don't have symptoms. Now, are they testing guys every day? I think every other day. Every other but day. But maybe, maybe I don't know. See, that's why we're not going to have Division Two and Division Three athletes. That's why they're shutting down. I think yeah. because who can afford it? Can Mankato State with their already. Their athletic budget is they just, you know, they squeeze thin. everything they can into there, hope they draw for hockey, hope football doesn't lose a lot of money, although it does. But what? how can, how can these schools afford testing? Well, you saw it last year. How can year? you afford testing? You saw it last year. St. Cloud cut football before all of this happened. Yeah, well, that's just because they had a 
the president and an athletic director who hate football. You know, the soccer loving ladies. Yes. Who uh, hate football? That's why they 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 cut football because they hate football. Yes. They don't want to have to deal with it. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, Cruxton cut football too in an act of mercy. That was that was administrative mercy. The coach but, said thank you. No, well, yeah. <laughs> I told I did that piece a couple of weeks ago on two of their seniors and how you know the the other side athletics, the guys that keep trying against impossible odds, and the coach. Didn't, didn't want to talk to me. He may, Mark, uh, it's Duffner's his last name. I don't know if it's Mark, Mike maybe. And he'd, he'd been with the program in a various forms for like 20 years. And he'd been the head coach for three years. And he was one and, no, four, I think one and 43 or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, <laughs> the SID, who was a nice kid, gave me the numbers for these other guys. and But he said uh, he would just as soon forget about everything. <laughs> Basically, I said, all I want is a couple accolades for these guys. Right. He said, he just he just wants to get on with his life. He's <laughs> ready know? to move on. He's ready to move on <laughs> from. Uh, but one of the kids I wrote about was uh, uh, who was a Turtle Lake, Wisconsin kid, just a you know hardcore trying guy. Sure. He's down on Lindenwood now for his sixth year because he got hurt one year. And but. I said, I'm talking to him, and I said, well, you'll always have Minot, which was the team they beat in 18, I think. Okay. He said, no, I was hurt for that game. <laughs> he says, I'm looking forward to winning my first ever football game, and wow. now we're probably going to get wiped out by the virus. And if he wants to play, he'll have to come back for a seven. seven. Year seven. He's the Evan Eschmeyer. <laughs> yes, right. Yeah. <laughs> Who's the guy at Iowa I used to always accuse the uh, Jess Settles. Was it Jeff yeah, well, yeah, he was one of them, but they had one guy who played eight, nine years. Oh, the kid that transferred from Arizona. Uh, I remember exactly who you're talking about. Never, never quit. He just kept playing. Every year he played. He was the wing the wing yeah. player. I'll have to look that up anyway. You know what? Hey, Ryan Spielberg, did you ever hear him? you ever listen to MLB Network? No. The former player? Uh, yeah, I know who he is, but I guess uh, I haven't listened to him. He's got a show in the middle of the afternoon. I don't know who he, who he's with. He's with a broadcast journal, a guy named Stern, I think. Okay. It's amazing. Really? How on the MLB network, owned by MLB, how candid these guys are. Oh, really? It's uh, it's incredibly refreshing. You'd never hear this kind of bashing on the NFL network. but they So you're saying that he wouldn't probably get hired at Fox Sports North? FSN, he's not, uh, he's not doing it. But he, he was, they were making a great point the other day, I listened to him, about how everyone else is putting their teams in these bubbles and sheltered, Edmond, two places, Edmonton, Toronto, and baseball is going to attempt to play in 30 stadiums by having these guys fly all over the country. And, and basically his point was how do you – you know, I mean, how do you take that risk when right. everybody else's risk? We're trying to keep the NBA is trying to keep everybody fifteen acres. Yeah. They're trying to keep twenty acres secure, and 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 uh, these guys are trying to keep uh, thirty ballparks and twenty two airports or twenty three airports. You know, roaming around, and now they, 
you know, most of the airports, they can take the bus out to the charter flight. You know, that's a like. great point because they're all yeah. playing the same they're divisions. All, yeah, they're all playing. Well, here's the other thing they did. I was telling you this. I, I haven't added it up yet, but they have these two-game series. How could you be that stupid? You know, my theory was, okay, you're going to play 60 games and you're going to play them against the NL Central and the AL Central, right? Yep. yep. Play everybody six times. Include it's it's all a fiasco anyway. So right. what yes, difference? Exactly. Why do you have to play more games against your own division? Because it doesn't make any it difference. Doesn't, you're right. It's 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 all a fiasco anyway. So, it, so that's fifty four games, and then play an extra series against you know, you know Cleveland so, or whoever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Play play six more games against play. Three game series against two of your division opponents or something that gives you sixty, but instead they got them flying in, you know, two games, two games, and then a three game, and it's it's just stupid. It's just why would you send? You're taking the risk of flying a team somewhere, putting them in a hotel, going to the ballpark, and then two days later they're leaving town. And, you know? and they're not making any money off no, the game. No, that's the thing. Yeah. It's nobody. Well, you know what it's for? TV. See, because all oh. the regional TV, the, the lifeblood of baseball is regional TV, right? Yes. The lifeblood of the NA, NFL and the NBA is national TV, right? Mm-hmm. So they can play games at noon, right? They can play games at in three gyms at, you know, they can play three. On a Wednesday, they can play at noon, but three and six. But here they want to have, they don't want to be playing in central locations where you'd play three games in the same ballpark every day because they wouldn't have night games to put on TV. But, Pat, it's 2020. You can't tell me that Fox Sports North can't pick up the feed at U.S. Cellular Field or whatever it's called. No, no, they can, but it's for rating. They want people, they want it at night. We still have enough people going to work. In the you know, summer that we want, the, yeah. yeah the, okay. the, I mean, we, you know, you, there's a lot of people at home, and you'd have you'd have pretty good day ratings, but but it's. I, I was trying to figure out what why this right. is, yeah. And it's got to be FSN wants night games, mm-hmm. so you got to play them at home, right? And yeah. weekend games, and you know that is proven by the fact that when that no good Calvin owned the Twins, you know, he. Uh, they didn't play day games. I mean, they didn't play night games until like the first weekend of May, and they didn't play night games after September fifteenth or something, right? Because of the weather. Mm-hmm. But regional TV, we're playing, you know, oh. playing night games on April eighth. It's snowing. Know, we don't care. Day. Yeah, right. I was thinking again yesterday. Well, this weekend I went two, three places, and top down, beautiful. And I'm thinking, boy, isn't it going to be terrible next year when we have the worst spring in the history of oh. man? We'll be able to play sports, but we won't be able to get any games in because it's still snowing on right. May 18th. Oh, don't know. even say this that. is the greatest. Oh, it's been this is the greatest yeah. weather we have ever had yeah, since Target Field opened for sure. Yeah. Well, remember the first year that they were open, they only had was it one rainout? Oh yeah, it was great weather that, that year. That first year they lucked yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I remember I was at it was against Baltimore, 
And I remember being at the park. It started to rain, and the crowd went nuts. They thought it was awesome because yeah. it's their first yeah. rain delay you know, well, the, since 81. The, the tip-off, and I could find the game, the tip-off on that is it's a Saturday night, and Pavano's pitching. And yep. I'm in Gold Valley. I didn't go to the game that night. I'm watching the game. It started at 6-10, and it's the bottom of the eighth. Because wasn't it Pavano versus Burley? It might have been. Yeah, because Burley was a quick worker, too. It's the bottom of the eighth, and it's about 8 o'clock. And Armageddon hits Golden Valley, and I'm four miles directly west of the ballpark. Sure. You know, four miles max, four or five miles. And I said, they're never going to get this in. And he runs out there and throws about eight pitches. Pavano gets him out, and whoosh. People at the game, they come back, they take their break, they come back, and for Dick and Bert's little wrap up, and uh, you could, it's just it's <laughs> it's hailing and pouring right. and stuff. And I, now that is luck, because they would have had, if he hadn't gotten them out, they would have had a two hour rain delay. Sure. You know? And yes. instead, they get the game in, and you we'll know, see you tomorrow. Before the guys get off the field, they're getting hit with the hail. And uh, boy, there was a lot of uh, you know, Such and I uh, always have laughed about tennis ball size hail and yeah. stuff. And there was a lot of conversation yesterday about how large that hail was that struck Stewart and Buffalo Lake in oh, that yeah. area. Uh, they wasn't golf ball, tennis balls. There was tennis ball size hail. So you mentioned. I've Pav- never seen a tennis ball high size. <laughs> right. But you were talking about Pavano, and I read Lavelle's piece on Morno. Yeah. Um, and and I I just started going back and looking at some of those lineups that Gardy was winning with. You know, it's obviously you had Morno uh, MVP. Yeah. Yeah. Had he not gotten hurt, he might have been a Hall of Famer. Who knows? Mauer, a great player. But then you're looking at. Brendan Harris, and you're looking at all these Brendan guys. Harris that... did not, Brendan Harris did not like me. No, he did not. Ooh. But you look at some of those lineups that they were winning with, that they were rolling out there, and some of the guys that they were going, you know, putting on the mound. It was incredible. But uh, they caught the ball for most part. Yeah, they part. did. Yep. Yes, they did. By the way. Yes, sir. Uh, was it the 9-, 10-year-old game in Woodbury Wednesday night? Mm-hmm. We, when you're preparing a youth, a really young baseball team, and you know these young kids, and they start, they start playing. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, they've been playing, but now you're preparing for the start of the season. Sure. Now it's been shortened this year because sure. of that. But there's one thing you do at first: you play catch. Yep. And now, now let's say you're practicing on Monday, and you play catch. You get your 16 lads, and you pair them up, find a partner, find a kid who can throw a little with a one who can't, and you play catch. And if you don't succeed in playing catch, when you practice again on Wednesday, you play catch. You have to get past that point before we start worrying about other things. Well, they all want to hit. I don't don't care. care. Right. If I'm your – I probably would have two kids left, but those (laughs) – Little SOBs would know how to catch. <laughs> they know how to catch. And here's the other thing: if you're gonna be the catcher, you must be able to return the ball to the pitcher. That's right. In the air, <laughs> and not over his head. Somewhere 
between the knees and the nose, you have to be able to return the throw. <laughs> we have to apparently give everyone a chance to catch and play all the positions. Well, you don't need to do this in game conditions to find out if somebody can catch or not. Right. You just have a practice. You have them stand. You you have them line up behind the dish. Right. Mm-hmm. You have a pitcher throw to them, and then then they go, okay, son. Now what do you do? Right. And if he can't throw it back to the pitcher, he don't get the catch. You're, he don't get the catch. Now you're reminding me of something. My, <laughs> you don't get the catch if you can't throw the ball to the pitcher. So I knew I fell in love with town baseball my very first year playing with Faribault. And I was a I was a junior going to my senior year of high school, right? And it's you're kind of figuring what, what this thing is, right? Yeah. Bunch of old guys on the team. They were great. Mm-hmm. And Seve, uh, I think his first name was Gary. His last name was Severson. He was probably my age now at that time. He was probably in his early 40s. He would roll into the ballpark five minutes before the game would start because he just got off yeah. the tractor. Yeah. Guess what he brought with him? One bat. <laughs> that was what he. He bring. never even brought a glove because okay. he was there to hit. He was not. <laughs> he was not going to play. And no matter how great the emergency, if I'm number if he, nine, <laughs> guess what? We're not playing. Or you're playing with eight because I'm only here to hit. Yeah, I know that. I know they like to hit, but first we have to catch. And oh. and manager Tom Kelly, two-time World Series winner, as you might remember. Yes. He always, you know, they'd call him up and say. Um, or run into somebody. What should, what should I do to make my son a a good ball player? Play catch. Yep, that's just that <laughs> and, easy. And you know, I would started playing catch when I was six. But the kid, I think part of the problem is the suburban kids practice baseball only when they practice baseball. Right? Mm-hmm. They don't play on their now, own. Now, Luke, my grandson, he and his buddies were riding their bike to some park and trying to play. But you know, I mean. The fundamentals of you standing there and me standing there and throwing the ball to each other, you got to get that one down. Yes, you do. Meanwhile, the team that uh, Lukey was playing, Luke leads off, hits a nice little hard three-hopper to shortstop. Nice. Kid picks it up and wheels it over to first base out by 10 feet, man. And I said, all right, this is going to be okay. The Woodbury kids, they had a coach. He knew what the hell he was doing. They knew what they were doing. Sure. They, in fact, and all their catchers could return the ball to the pitcher. Wow, is key, that is saying key something. Moment. Have you coached? That you haven't. Your guys aren't old enough. You're going to end this up coaching have, this. This would know? have been the first year that I w- that we were but out of t-ball. T-ball's fun. Yeah. T-ball's fun because they all chase the ball and they, they all yeah they all even yeah. guys that are on the base go after the baseball. But one reason, you know, one reason baseball numbers are down. It's hard. There's too many things to do. Well, and you got to catch, you got to throw, you got to you got to know where to throw. Mm-hmm. You can't just throw in the general. You can't when you're pitching. You can't just throw in the general direction. You know. And they all so, you know because a lot of these kids they're watching Sports Center, so they think, oh, you know, I just I just watched whoever Nelson Cruz hit a mm-hmm. 500 foot bomb. That happens every time. No, it's that's that's a rare feat. No. Well, hitting baseball is the hardest thing there is. But before you get there, it's hard. Yes. Because throw first of all, being strong enough to throw the ball across the infield is a, you know, once you got a, I mean, Luke Ray's skinniest kid you ever saw. He weighs sixty pounds. You know, his arm isn't bad, but, but uh, 
Yeah, it's it's a hard game. Because then you get this, too. You get, because uh, I try to work on throwing long distance to, you know, let's get the arm strength up here. And he'll say, Dad, you're standing too far away. Now, That's the point. Now, we, we <laughs> had nice social distancing at that game. But there were several occasions when I took the Lord's name in vain. You know, the fellow who died at the cross. Yes. Yeah, that guy. Uh, I took it his the Lord's name in vain, audibly enough, to get a couple. You know, when a, when the eighth straight throw from catcher to pitcher bounced out to him, and I finally said, somebody tell him to throw the ball in the air oh, to the pitcher. I would pay a significant <laughs> amount of money for you and Joe to coach a Little League team for a weekend or whatever. Well, this- Oh, it would be the poor catcher. I would have said, "Uh, "Hey, okay." After about the third one, I would have walked out there and said, "Okay, you're on double secret probation. (laughs) The next time you bounce one, you're out of here. I'm gonna hook you." So what you're saying is, you would have been the opposite of Frank Robinson with Matthew Leecroy in Washington (laughs) when Frank broke down because he was so he felt so bad for him. I, I would have said. Don't worry about it, son. You're not going to have to catch again. <laughs> Your career is over. And we're going to do what we always did with guys like you, right field. <laughs> Get out of there. Mike, when I was a kid, always picked upside. You choose up, you chose upside. Yep. Last guy picked, right field. <laughs> you know. I, I, I guess everybody hit right-handed, but you know what? There's a lot more left-handed hitters than there used to be. Oh, we a played a team Friday night yeah. that had about six guys in the lineup that were all left-handed. Mm-hmm. I think one of them was a switch hitter, but they had about six left-handers. In well, we should have talked more twins today probably, but uh, next week when we're getting ready to play the season opener, right? Yep. I better. Uh, you better hey, tell us about our about guy, Josh man? Arnold. How about the man? That's man. right. Uh, if you have questions about your retirement savings, you want to work with a person that knows what the heck he is doing. Do what I did and work with a person that I know I can trust and you can trust. This is Patrick Ricey. Yes, it is. You need to see my guy, Josh Arnold, Mr. Money Talk, now, especially with what is going on in the markets today, up and down and all around for apparently no reason. You need Josh's straight talk and not sugar-coated advice. So now with Josh for a no-cost, no-obligation, 48-minute consultation to review your investments, including your IRA and 401k. You can learn how you can benefit from Josh Arnold's focused approach. Mr. Money Talk, he didn't give himself that nickname. He earned it. Call Josh now at 952-925-5608. 952-925-5608. Josh Arnold, Mr. Money Talk.